Hello and welcome back to In The Clock End, an Arsenal podcast with me, Stephen. Joining me as always, Ireland's finest, the K-Man. Good afternoon, mate. How are you? Good afternoon, Stevie boy. I'm all well. I'm all well. Um, still intact with the ground, considering the fucking gusts that we've been getting over here lately, mate. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not too bad. How are you? How's things over in uh, the wonderful Midlands? It's a bit windy, isn't it? Just a tad. And I'm not talking about the weather. Wee! <laughs> yeah, I'm all good, mate. Up. I'm all good. Um, good. It's a bit nippy. You finish work today, nice early finish. Three hours in the office. Boom, back home. That's all right, isn't it? I, did, I know what you mean about being cold. Took the dog for a spin earlier and I had to come back and I put the heating on to 25, mate. Fuck it. It's just days when you just got to just, just crank that heating up and hope for the best, really. Steph always has a game me if I don't put on like 26. She swears by the fact that if it's not on 26, it just doesn't work. I'm like, okay. Don't really think that's how it works, but don't, don't, don't argue no. with it. But yeah, look, you're soon to be a married man. And one thing I'll give you, mate, being recently married myself is just don't argue with it, mate. Just accept it and move on with your day. <laughs> just, yeah, no, it's good. It's solid advice, that is, to be fair. Um, oh, it's, it's strange, actually. Here we go. We've got a new build, right? And the heating just comes on all the time. Baffled by it. I'm not one for, and for those of you who's ever known me, if they do listen to this podcast, will know I am fucking useless. I'm like the, the most unmanly man when it comes to this sort of shit. Like, you know, I'm happy that I put blinds up four years ago and they've none of them are falling down. And that's as far as I go, to be honest with you. But if anything goes wrong, mate, I'm calling someone to come and sort that shit out. But I'm a, I, I, I just keep them, uh, the heat in myself in, in the house. I'm a new build as well. Just manually flick it on, mate, as and when you need. It's it's, it's it's all a bit weird. It's like a man in the house. Anyone who's got like a Taylor Wimpy house will know what I mean. There's a man in the house, a man out the house. I just want a dial. Do you just turn on and off? That's what I've got, mate. We keep it simple over in Ireland. Um, <laughs> offense. Yeah, you you wheel, got to stop call, you've got to stop calling me Ireland's finest as well, mate. That's not going to go down well with Irish Irish listeners. You know, me being fully English, mate. You know what I mean? <laughs> a lot of history there, Steve. Come on. I always call you that, though. I know. Uh, I mean, in, in terms of uh, Chippenham's favourite. Um, I mean, that's better. Yeah. I mean, what a place. I mean, just speaking of Storms, by the way, I know we're, we'll get on to the Arsenal stuff in a minute, but I think Storm Eunice has just started blowing in here at Ireland. Um, I mean, we had, what was it named yesterday? Dudley. Who fucking names these things, by the way? Come up with some better names. They're shite. Isn't he a character in Harry Potter? You're going to lose me there straight away. Spoiler. I I've watched about 20 minutes of Harry Potter in my life and I just thought it was shite. So I That's disappointing. Yeah, well, you know, what can I say? Are you more of a uh, Lord of the Rings type of man, are you? Can't stand any of it, mate. No. Lord of the Rings, fucking... What's, there's another one similar to that. What is it? Oh, oh uh, I know what you mean. The TV series. Maybe. I don't know. Did anything uh, like that? Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. That's what you mean, right? Game of Thrones, yes. Yeah, I don't watch it Also, for me, get in the bin. Uh, Too yeah. many wizards and all that shit. You're getting yeah. a bit. Anyway, anyway, we are going down a rabbit hole, as to be expected. Listener, we're recording this on Thursday, the 17th of February, a week after that marvellous one they went at Wolves. A little mm. bit of an impromptu podcast today, um, so we shouldn't keep you for too long. If you're looking at your um, your device and it reads over an hour, in the words of Obi-Wan Kenobi, I have failed you. But... We will try and keep it down. Um, so let's just dive into it. It's been a week um, since the 1-0 the win 
Um, I haven't I haven't been able to celebrate because apparently that's that's not allowed anymore. You can't celebrate. Band, mate. You band. Don't yeah. don't celebrate wins. Stupid, yeah. mate. Um, yeah, what are your thoughts on the game, the performance, the result, and and the aftermath? Yeah, um, yeah. Week on, um, it was obviously great to have football back from an Arsenal perspective because I know we were talking about it before. It's like you know, it wasn't what doing it was it two and a half weeks we didn't play for something like that. It felt like an eternity without football, um, which I hate to be honest with you. I love having an Arsenal game to look forward to. I think we all do. It's that kind of you know, we get into that rhythm of you know having a game at the weekend or whenever they fucking want to put you it do on. you don't right because it if it goes, True, if it goes yeah. the wrong way you say that because yeah within what 15 20 minutes you're fucking stressed out you're not you know you're fucking having a go at somebody for doing some fucking stupid bullshit and then yeah you're kind of like why did i miss this but look it's that's what we tune in for right we love it one way or another we love going you know putting ourselves through the ringer when it comes to watching the arsenal but i think you know in summary it's just a case of it was always a massive game going into it. Wolves could have gone above us before, uh, but, you know, going into the game if they won it. And, you know, there have been some good results in the lead-up, you know, surrounding us, you know, lads um, dropping points around us. So it made it made it a bigger game for us, right? And, you know, if we could come away from it with, you know, with the three points, then, you know, that was massive. Um, so I think, you know, we got we, the Wolves players obviously really salty afterwards, and they still were at the weekend, which was funny. Um, you know, like anybody's going to celebrate that kind of win, especially in the circumstances. Down to ten men, we'll come on to that, I'm sure, in a bit. Um, obviously, I've got my opinion on it, but yeah, when you, your backs are against the walls, not for the first time. Um, really missed a good pun pun there could have said back against the wolves no one would have noticed <laughs> yeah. i like that but, uh, yeah you like that don't you but um no it's one of those where you're just like yeah fucking brilliant that's what that's what you want to see from your team right you want to see passion we've said this for ages i'm you know if you want to go and support a team that's just passive and boring and bland and vanilla then fucking be my guest go and support man city do you know what i mean you'll get all the trophies but it's not it's not that entertaining to be perfectly honest 11 yeah no absolutely you just get 11 aliens on the pitch there yeah, yeah, eleven freaks, mate. Look, don't get me wrong; they're technically wonderful football players, you know, lobbed together at City. But it's you know, from a, you know, they don't even fill the Etihad, mate. And I know we can't say much because it's not as if we're filling the uh, the Emirates every week lately. But yeah, that speaks volumes, mate. This is a fantastic football inside, but it is boring to watch. Um, I mean, I didn't choose to watch them the other night for that reason. Look, they absolutely battered Lisbon, sporting Lisbon the other night, and I just couldn't be asked. It's just inevitable, but uh, yeah, going off topic once again. There, shock. Um, yeah, I think you know, you were there. Um, obviously, we didn't podcast <clears throat> immediately afterwards because you can still hear Steve, you know, frog in his throat. That's been there since Friday morning, right? Literally, you know what? I texted my mate yesterday and I said, My voice still hasn't fully returned for Wolves. It was, it was a great night, um, in hmm. terms of you know, for, for like the from like a match going fan point of view, like you know, for, for, for anyone watching the telly, it was a you know, run of the mill, you know, not a memorable performance. Uh, we got, it was a massive win, mm. but, you know, the, the whole event for me was, uh, you know, the kind of, made it with, made it with some friends and we went with some drinks and, um, you know, it was, it was the whole kind of, the whole crack of it. And um, yeah, it was mm. great. Like walking through Wolverhampton after the game, like singing one nil to the Arsenal. Um, and there was, you know, the usual sort of stuff goes on, people kicking off and, 
Yeah. You were going yeah, around the video. Have you seen the, the, the obviously the video? Yeah. The, the guy in the, the box behind yeah, you. Yeah. By the way, I know this this was this was spoken about on the, the Ask blog or the Ask cast. But uh, you know, I've been to Wolves away fucking geez, about 10 years ago at this stage. But it isn't it such a bizarre setup the way they've got us, you know, in that lower tier running the entire length of the, the touchline. I've always thought that's just fucking weird. No? Yeah. Every time I've been there, it was my third, third or fourth trip to Molyneux and that in the end. And yeah, it's terrible. Um, it's interesting, as you mentioned, Ask Us, like I was chatting to James before the game. Um, you plug the show or you getting, are you going to come on or? No, no I was did just you, about... Did you ask him? Did you? No. Well, no, I was just chatting to him about that. I was just chatting to him about Arsenal, really, and uh, various other things. Disappointed. Um, I am disappointed. Yeah, disappointed. Shoot your shot, mate. That's but um, no, it, it was it was it was cracking, and uh, yeah, it was the last half an hour was horrible. Like it was, oh. it was so nerve wracking, and, and a part of me just kind of like uh, just felt like just got in the mindset of they're going to equalise because the sooner you can accept they're going to equalise, the easier it will be when they do. Mm. And it never happened. Obviously, there was there was the goal disallowed, um, but it, it was. I, th- I think the celebrations came from a place of relief, and um, of course it does. Of course it does. I think in terms of the red card, like. It's such a weird situation. I think, you know, isolated, it's two fouls. Yeah. I think on the one hand, we've got, and we've had a lot of inconsistent decisions go against us, which sort of aggravates the situation. That's the um, problem, but on the other hand, and you, you would have listened to this on, on our blog, um, I think it's about how we manage these situations and about maybe being mm. a bit smarter. And, um, you know, I, I, he blocks the throw in, maybe don't go and foul him straight after. And it's about, um, I think they, they mentioned like, you know, during these periods of games, this is about managing our managing our heads a bit better. And, you know, when they're, you know, backs against the wall, sort of keeping, um, keeping calm and, um, you yeah, know, not, not, not doing silly little things like, uh, you know, bringing Basically. down. I mean, he's got pace, right? Just, just go with him. Um, at, at the time, I just assumed that he'd already been booked in the game. Oh, really? I, but that was, I did like, I didn't see the double yellow card. I just seen how he's obviously been booked. Um, yeah, it, it, it was pretty pretty disappointing. What, what, what were your thoughts on that whole? Yeah, I mean, the sending oh, yeah. off, it was, look, it's really fucking unusual. Uh, but look, I was watching it on the TV. So the TV cameras are that side of that, you know, the ground. So where the incident would have occurred. Now, straight away, when he stopped the throwing, that's a, that's a booking. Like, it doesn't matter what you do, whether, you know, if you stop that throwing or, you know, interfere with the, the thrower. It's, it's a booking. Uh, we all know it. Um, and then as soon as he started chasing off to whoever was, you know, I think it might have been Samedo or somebody like that, careering down the right hand side. I, I just had that thought in my head: don't go, like, don't, don't, don't dungeon here, because you're going to give the referee the the chance to to do that double booking. I think, you know, like you just touched on the, the thing that aggravates us is this always seems to be us that this sort of shit happens to. Like none of us has seen this in the Premier League. Um, you know, I shared with you guys it happened in a. Northern Ireland game, fucking what, 10, 15 years ago or something like that. But it always seems to be us. But, you know, like you said, we've got to stop doing dumb shit. Um, yeah. And it's funny because, you know, we've spoken about for so long how we've been doing dumb shit off the pitch when it comes to transfers and that. Mm. Hasn't that flipped around a little bit? You know, we're doing all right off the pitch and it's now on the pitch. We can't stop getting players sent off. It's fucking, it's just it's mental, to be honest with you. But, you know, I just think, yeah, I didn't argue with this ending off. As, as annoying as it was, it was a bit bananas, though, right? Like, you give the yellow card, surely you, 
you let him off and just say, that's your yeah. last one. Yeah, like I tweeted after the game, I think what's starting to annoy me with with the modern game, and I'm not just going to say referees in general, because this is, this is something which is being influenced probably from Europe, if I'm honest. But it's so easy to pick up a yellow card in a, in a game these days. And there's so many yellow cards that you see. And that's even given against us, or obviously you don't mind it so much when it's given, you know, for the, you know, whoever we're no. playing. But you, you watch it week in, week out, and soft yellows, mate, are just dished out like there's no tomorrow. Um, which then means, you know, that player is walking a tightrope. Uh, and, you know, what I keep saying is, you know, govern the game. The referee should be there to govern the game, not fucking ruin it. Um, and, you know, look, we got away with that on Thursday night, but there's been other occasions, you know, the Man City one, where he, you know, could have, could have given us the benefit of the doubt, like other fucking teams do as well, and say, look, that's your final warning. Yeah. That's it. You know, it should be, unless it's, you know, over the top challenges and it's your know, foul, dangerous play, whatever it is, then fair enough. Like if there's no arguments, like we've all seen it, elbows, you know, whatever, really dirty challenges, then fair enough. Like that player deserves to walk. But the amount of players you see get sent off, double yellows that are soft. And yeah. it's just like, it's a product, right? And I hate to say that, we all do, but it is a product. And it's just a case of, look, we pay a lot of money and we invest a lot of money and time into this product. Stop fucking ruining it for us. Um, yeah. We all want to see 11 versus 11. Because <clears throat> it's just like, you know, you see, it's like the old rule with the cup, cup games. Two yellow cards, you miss the next fucking round or something stupid. Like, that's, that's fine. Back in fucking 1995 when you could, you know, fly in from 15 yards off the fucking floor into a challenge. Whereas now, you know, one little trip. You can't even breathe on someone these days. No. Unless you're Bruno Fernandes. Um, there the are fire. there are call me biased, but there are you know certain factions who get away with this, um, and you know Arsenal Twitter is great for that. You know, oh, someone's yeah. there is always digging up old clips of you know some abysmal referee decisions and and challenges that have gone unpunished, and then you look mm-hmm. at some of the softer ones, and and that's the issue. Like I have no issue with them booking these players if they're going to book everyone for these tackles. You know there has to be an element yeah. of, and I know it's I know a lot of it is human error, um, of course. You're never going to and get... Listen, I don't want to sort of talk about it to death because I think, you know, nah. we, all, we all sort of know and how we all feel about it. Um, it's It's been a kind of one of the only consistents um, during the season. Um, so so to, to summarise, you, you were annoyed, but also you can accept it. In, 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 you I know, saw in, it in coming. A, that was the frustration thing for me. I just saw if he, if he makes a foul here at the pace he was running at, he was going to he was going to book him for both it's just i don't know like we're you know it's been spoke about to death with the team that's easy to give red cards to but I'll, I'll leave it with one final thought because i know you want to move on from that but you know i've said it before and i just think you know we we love to go on about how we're the greatest league in the world um you know i watched the game last night who the fuck did i watch last night the liverpool game against inter mm. polish referee right was on this and look i'm sure he has these shocking games as well right so i'm not just going to single out this particular guy but he let things flow really really well let the game just naturally go and only intervene when he really had to. Yeah. And I've said before, like if, you know, we've got all the best players, actually most of the best players in the world playing in the Premier League, why can't we bring in the referees to match that too? Yeah, no, I agree. It, it does certainly feel like we've got one of the, the age bracket of these, these referees as well. You think some of them are just like, it's very questionable. Um, 
Anyway, let's let's yeah. sort of you know let's, yeah, let's, let's park that referees. Park it for now. Um, I'm sure after Brentford we'll have we'll have something else to talk about in terms Probably. of refereeing decisions. Probably. Um, I wanted to sort of just mention the goal actually because where I was sat, I was sort of near the halfway line. Mm. You get a great view, and I was only I was like row B, so it was it had a fantastic. Oh view. yeah, right, nice. And um, but when the goal went in, Lacazette obviously went over instead of the keeper, and mm-hmm. there was a lot of Wolves players complaining. Obviously, on reflection, you know, it's, it's, there's no foul. It wasn't a foul at all. I think Lacazette wins the ball and the goal. He actually hits Lacazette, maybe. At the time, I just thought, oh, he's fouled him. And I didn't, and loads of people were me, including myself, didn't actually celebrate, which is really funny. disappointing. Hey, so funny you say this, because obviously watching the game back, because obviously in real time, and again, this is something that of VAR, which we're just going to have to get used to, is sometimes you're like, can I celebrate? Don't want to. Yeah. Don't want to get, I don't want to let myself Some, get Sometimes away. it's clear cut where you think it is and gets pulled yeah. back. But that, and it wasn't until the kickoff, and there was like a sort of roar, but it wasn't as na- it wasn't as natural, it wasn't in the moment. Yeah, and do you know what? You saying that actually confirms what I thought at the time. I, th- I did think it, and I know like we've already touched on this, it's a strange away end, so the sound isn't as great as what it is if you're packed into a corner, because it's just it's more naturally spread it's, out. It's awful, yeah. But when that goal went in, yeah, it, it did look like there was a lack of celebration. Um I mean, I'm lucky where you get, you know, watching on the TV, you get to see a replay pretty, 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 pretty quickly. Um, and I knew it was fine. And I think if, you know, if anything, it would have been a penalty to us. Um, yeah. In the end, but again, from if you're, you know, row B, halfway line on the side, that shit's really hard to see. Um, but no, yeah. it's interesting you said that because, yeah, I did think that watching it back as well and replacing it, we didn't, our fans didn't celebrate it. That they wild. did, like the far left-hand corner, like who would sat directly in front of it. Yeah. That, that it was sort of to my left, everyone was going mad, and there was sort of mm. a few of us like, oh, I don't know. Um, it, was, yeah. it was a shame, you know, because you those moments are, are what you live for uh, in football. That they're, they're, they're special moments. It was, um, I mean, it, it wasn't a, it wasn't a, you know, like I said before, it wasn't a fantastic or memorable performance, but we did what we had to do. Back against the walls. Um, another game where we could have really done with the striker. I felt um, Lacazette had. Yeah, just about to ask you about that. The one in particular, the one where he's he's cleaned through. I mean, look, great ball that is. Can we just talk about the ball through to him? Yeah, it was a fantastic ball. Um, but it was just one of those moments, though, because obviously we'd spoke about it on the podcast. We've all had these conversations in the pub or whatever, and it was a case of we didn't buy a striker. Fuck, right? And then first game after this, he misses an opportunity like that, which look should you know? I, I I'm not saying he should 100 be banging that in. It's not but as it's, easy as you think, right? No, no, no. It's it's no, not it's an not. easy angle, and the keeper cuts does the that. angle. He does. You got to do. I think you've got to force a save. Mm. You've got to get it on target, right? At least get it on target. Yeah. No. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but I, I can guarantee us that we all had the same fucking thought in that yeah. very. You know, knee jerk was oh, fucking. Hell, we've got to put up with this. I, I couldn't believe it live because from where I was, even it I looked, could. it looked clearer. It looked a lot. You sort of look at now, and you do think it, you know it wasn't as easy. Um, but yeah, it it was fine. It was fine. It, luckily, we, we got away game, with it, right? so it doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't matter. And, I, and, and it was look, nice if to he didn't have a look for once. Yeah, and if he didn't throw himself, you know, in in front of the goalkeeper for the goal, we wouldn't have scored. Maybe exactly. Maybe so, it's a swings um, and roundabouts, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think it was it was a strange one bringing Eddie on for the last kind of part of the game. I thought. Pretty yeah, much gave us nothing, um, which, is, which is to be expected, unfortunately. It does really concern me that though. I'm glad you brought that up because even at, you know when I was watching it, 
I mean, it was obvious you bring Pepe on for me in yeah. that situation. He wins more in the air, weirdly. And it, I just think I'm just sick of seeing and catch it. Not just, and it's not against him personally. It's just, look, mate, you're not going to be here next season. You're just well, not as lack as that. I mean, that, you know, you could question the whole captaincy we've got, but then yeah, he's more of a leader, me, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, don't get me started on that, to be honest with you. But I'm sure, look, it's probably temporary anyway to the end of the season. Why, why fuck with it now? Just let him have it. He's had it, let's be honest, for the last few yeah. weeks anyway. It's probably, it's probably the best option, right? Uh, in, I mean, look, overall, probably not the best. I'd still rather it be given to someone who's committed to the cause long term. Maybe they haven't made that decision then, you know. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe it's given himself a bit of time. And we start from refresh. Um, before yeah. we move on from Wolves, I sort of wanted to talk a little bit, very briefly on this sort of, we've heard of cancel culture. There seems to mm. be this um, celebrating culture where you're criticised for celebrating goals now. Yeah. Um, and it's not just isolated to Arsenal. I've seen it throughout the season, you know, when teams win games. Oh, it's only Burnley. It's only... Um, you know, etc. Insert team here. You know, it's only Everton. Mm. Um, obviously, Nevers came out after the game and said, "Look, we're celebrating." Then Wolves tweeted um, after beating Tottenham, saying, "You know, how to celebrate." Yeah. Um, kind of. Where, where do you stand on this? Because to me, I just, I just don't get it. Like, football is all about winning and enjoying the moments. Like, I, I have a friend of a friend who's a Liverpool fan. Um, doesn't go to games. Surprise, surprise. Mm. Um, so obviously, they're more qualified than me, but. They they always message me when Arsenal lose and give me banner. Fair enough, but then they message me when Arsenal win. Like, oh, it's only this team. It's like, well, you know, firstly, why do you care? And secondly, like, I'm out enjoying myself. We're having a great time. We've just won. I couldn't care less what you think, mate. Like, these are the sort of wankers that go to nightclubs, mate, and just stand around the edge and don't dance. So, do you know what I mean? Literally, so, yeah, uh, literally, it, it, blo- it blows my mind. Like, you, you're, you're they're, they're almost. I feel like it's maybe like a coping mechanism when they see a team and they're like winning. And it's like, wow. I will justify it by saying it's shit and that's how I'm going to cope with it. It's it's yeah. strange. It's, it's strange because I have noticed it, especially on Twitter, and it's not just Arsenal, this is many a team where teams win and fans celebrate and everyone criticises them. It's like, come that's, on. Like, to be honest with you, look, if that's how you feel about supporting any team, about watching football, just fucking go and, just go and watch another sport. Generally, yeah. fuck off. Because yeah, literally. That, for me, whether it's a goal, I mean, look, and there's, you know, we've all been in a stadium where you might be losing 3 0 and you fucking score one, right? You're not going to celebrate that as hardly as taking the lead. Um, and I just think that, that's what we go for, man. It's, it's an emotional sport as a fan. Yeah. Um, you know, you live in the moment for 90 minutes. It's where all your fucking, you know, everything that's going on around your life, you don't think about it. All you're literally doing is you're so focused on what's going on in front of you that you react emotionally in the moment to what's going, you know, what is, what's unraveling in front of you. And yeah, like you celebrate any goal, no matter how it goes in. You know, Gabriel's goal wasn't anything special. I still celebrated it. Don't yeah, know, you go one nil up in a, in, a, in a big game. So I just think, you know, if that's how you are as an individual, be that way. I mean, I'm one of these that phew, ignorance is bliss, to be perfectly honest with you. I just... You know, even on my Instagram post, it's, you know, the one I did recently, some, you know, it, it was captured, what was it? We're by far the greatest team. And there's a couple of dickheads that went, oh, how? Oh, fucking, some Olympiacos fan got onto it and was like, oh, we we, we beat you. And I was like, I just delete them. I'm just like, fuck yeah. off. Like, I don't swat. even engage. Like, yeah. And yeah, Twitter's a weird one, mate. You've got to take it with a pinch, uh, to be honest. And I'm like, do you know what? I just care about Arsenal. And I, I couldn't give a shit about anybody else. I don't care how you celebrate because... It's not Arsenal, so... No, I, yeah. I completely agree. People, people talk to me about teams, I'm like, I don't, don't care. I watch um, the games, don't get me wrong, because I love Yeah, but I don't football. really care. I don't, you know, no. I mean, don't even want to, like, I love to see Man United lose, and I love to see Tottenham lose. 
Mm. Uh, but if they win, I, don't, I certainly don't go around, you know, saying to them, saying to their fans, "Oh, you were lucky." Uh, sometimes, sometimes, look, if it's if it's glaringly obvious. But again, wow. you can say someone's lucky, but I'm not going to say. But why do you care? You then? shouldn't celebrate. What, why would mean? you? Care? Yeah, like it's it's such a strange. Oh. Do you know what I mean? You've obviously seen it as well. Like it is, it is very weird. I do think it comes from a lot of people who just don't watch football, live football, and at any level, and don't really get it because I think there is a lot different than watch football live than there yeah. is being at home in your sitting room watching it with your nan. Do you know what I mean? I think you get sucked into the occasion. Yeah, no, um, you do. I, it's just something that's injected in you, isn't it? And for me, it's been in me from, since I was a kid. Yeah. To be honest, like I just think so. You know, I, goals I'd is... celebrate. I'd celebrate a night if winner against bloody I don't know Ipswich in the Carabao Cup. Like, <laughs> oh, look, last minute winners are a diff, different breed altogether. Matter, yeah, right? that is for me. Football is all about winning. Whoever says it's about the taking part, fuck off. It's all about winning. But no, it's about goals, right? Football yeah. and goals is the holy grail for us. Celebrating a goal. At a football match, especially in a away match, is one of the most thrilling things as a football fan you can experience. Yeah. So I just think, and, and celebrating a win in that manner, going back to you know the council culture and the, the Wolves thing, yeah, like that's that's what we go for. That's what we pay our money for. And again, like I'm not going to say if you've never been to a match, you don't understand it because there's some that definitely will. It's just you know if that's the way you interpret it, that's fine. I w- yeah, I would agree. I I don't think it, I speak for everyone, but I do. Yeah. Think- yeah. There is a lot of people who take it at face value mm. and just don't really get it. Yeah, I love um, goals, mate. Goals are great. Yeah, simple as. You know, it doesn't matter who you beat. If you're winning, enjoy it. If you don't enjoy it, then go and play cricket. Because yeah, what actually just on this, what was it recently? Who is it that West Ham Declan Rice scored a last minute equaliser in the areas? And the everyone's FK. given out, but I'm like, yeah, if you, if, it doesn't matter, like you said, doesn't matter who you're playing. Last minute equalisers or winners yeah. are thrilling. Yeah, what simple. do they do? Sit, sit on their hands and like. Just a gentle little clap. Yeah, well done, sir. Let me tip yeah. my fucking hat to you. Fuck off. Not no, meds. Absolutely. Um, I really hope on the when we play him next week that like Arsenal have like fireworks. Like it would be funny, wouldn't it? I don't, I don't know what, be, which podcast I listened to recently, and they said, "Oh, they, someone should come on the the tunnel if we do win and say and announce like there's going to be a bus parade around the Emirates in 15 minutes." <laughs> that would be so funny. Fuck oh, off, salty. Um, Moving on, it was it was a great weekend um, for the Arsenal. We didn't play a game. Tottenham lost. Man United drew again. West Ham drew. Did I miss anyone? Asking the wrong person, mate. Uh... It was a solid weekend though. Tottenham lost to Southampton in the week, then they lost to Wolves. Thanks, Wolves. Doing us doing us a, a double favour there. Thanks for that. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and now we're back. We're back to it's a Saturday now. Saturday, three o'clock, yeah. Saturday, um, yeah. Just dive into that. Are you confident you're coming over as well? Hopefully if Storm Eileen or whatever she's called lets you. Fingers Who's, crossed. Yeah, Eunice, Eunice. It shouldn't, it should be fine. You're, it's only a short flight from I, Dublin. Yeah, but it's it's short or not, mate. It's just, you know, still, it doesn't matter whether it's an hour or 24 hours, you still got to get up and get back down again. That's the problem. Um, but look, I think, you know, obviously I'm keeping a close eye on it. Um it just be my luck though, do you know what I mean? Like obviously I had to cancel a trip over to Leeds before Christmas. And it's just like with COVID and having to wait to come over to the MSB, this would be my first trip in, you know, nearly three fucking years. Um it's just be my luck to be honest with you that something will happen. But no, I think it's supposed to, you know, blow in and blow out pretty uh pretty swiftly. And I think touch words, it should be fine. Um so yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah. Hopefully it's not too bumpy coming over, but it's Ryanair, so it usually is. 
I love the Ryanair music. Dun, 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 you've landed on time. What quick question on this though? What do you make of these people that clap on planes? Have you ever That's clapped on a plane? Just weird. No. Good. No. Good. I would have ended the podcast. Here Pe- people who clap on planes are up there with people who drive cars on their own wearing a face mask. I would. On this, I wouldn't wear it over my face, but occasionally it'd just be sat on the bottom. Why? Why? What? You're on your own. Because if I'm just driving from one shop to the other, which I do do from time to time, it's on my chin like a little beard. Do you know what I mean? Take it off, mate. Take it off. I don't even wear face masks anymore. Stop wearing them. Do I not have to to wear one on Saturday then? Uh, No. You can if you want, but I won't be. No, I won't Um, be unless it's free. That is my decision. And there we go. There we go. Um, So looking ahead to Saturday. Yeah. A little bit of a preview. Obviously, we lost 2-0 on the opening day. The less said about that game, the better. Are you confident going into the game? Um, I think you have to be, right? Um, we're at home where we have been stronger, Burnley aside, um, than we have even been away. And I just think if we look at, you know, Brentford's run of form hasn't been great lately. And they're not playing that well. Um, Jesus, yeah, they haven't won for quite some time, which does always worry me a small bit. Because we're that never- team, right? Yeah, we're, how many times have we said it? We're that team. If you're if you're feeling a bit down and a bit sorry for yourself, come play Arsenal. We'll make you feel great. Um, but I hope <laughs> we'll make you feel great. We'll show you a good time. <laughs> yeah, we'll show you a great time. You come down to our gaffler. Come in, in here. Yeah, I can class. Um, so yeah, I do think. Yeah, it'd be interesting, wouldn't it? I, I am confident. I hate to be confident going into games because I'm one of those that I don't, you know, don't you don't sing to the fat ladies. So right, does that make sense? I don't know. Did I say that right? I don't know. Yeah, it ain't over until the fat lady sings. It ain't so. over until the fat lady sings. Um, so for me, why, yeah, why just... is she not skinny? Why, 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 can't, she, why can't she? See, you probably, you probably get in trouble for saying these days. I don't know. Opera singers maybe, generally a bit, bit chubby. It ain't over to the... Um, the lady yeah, sings. We've got to be politically correct, to, haven't we? You can't, can you say female these days? I have no Person. Idea. Individual. But, yeah, there Means we go. Individual. <laughs> it's not... It's, it's, it's not, not over... Till that person sings. <laughs> Not over till it's over, right? But no, I'm one of them. Um, I don't like to get too carried away. It's like even now, like, you know, even looking at the top four, I'm like, we can all see it. We yeah. We all see it's possible, but it's, I'm just like... It's there. It's literally there. Yeah, um, I just made myself back in though. I don't know why. Um, probably from yeah. just watching Arsenal for... The thing know, is, yeah, Arsenal. we haven't... Obviously, the, the win against Wolves is great, but we haven't been solid. We haven't looked really good for a few weeks. Um, so maybe this is the game to sort of get back into form. Home advantage. We should be feeling fresh, ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, we Listen, it's, it, it comes down to, sc- to, to scoring goals, isn't it, really? Um, I have no concerns defensively. We're pretty solid. Yeah. Um, but listen, Wolves and Brentford at home, two very winnable games. And, you know, we've sort of Chelsea... Um, Liverpool, one of uh, we've got Man United. Uh, it's so tricky games, yeah. Yeah, we've got big games. These are the games where you have to sort of make it count. Um, looking at team news, I was looking before we started. Martinelli's obviously out mm-hmm. uh, with suspension, um, and then Tommy Yasu is a, is a doubt. He's back in training, isn't he? Yeah, he's a. I read he's a minor doubt, so he might be on the bench. Um, yes. So, with that in mind, who, who's, your, who's your eleven that you're going to go for? Well, I think that's the only reason. There won't be much change, right? Our, our starting eleven's fairly easy to call these days, isn't it? We'll see the it same. Is. We'll see the same bat five that we saw at Wolves. Even if Tommy Arsu is available for selection, 
this is the sort of game where so you keep Cedric in, right? Not not through you know personal choice, but it just makes logical sense. Um, you know, he actually let's give him some credit. I thought he actually had a good game against Wolves um, yeah. for his standards. Yeah. Um, did, did you know had a good solid showing, and I just think you know Brentford at home is we shouldn't have to be rushing Tommy Asu back for this sort of game. Yeah, that would be my thinking behind it. So I think we'll see the exact same back five, and then the only other change that I think we're going to see is obviously forced, but it's not the worst, and I think it will be Smith Rowe that slots in on the left um, where where Martinelli's been playing. Yeah, no, I I, I would back that. I would say I want to throw a bit of a curveball, right? Go on. In. So Lacazette, the thing with Lacazette, we talked about it here before, like you're really only going to get a good hour out of him, okay? So I'm thinking maybe, I mean, it's a bit of a big shout, start Pepe up front. Mm-hmm. Ideally, you'd have Gabriel, uh, Gabriel, uh, Gabriel Martinelli, but yeah, yeah. he's suspended. Start Pepe or even Enkete. No. Give him, and I, yeah, I know, gamble, but then... If you're chasing the game, at least you've got a fit Lacazette for 40 minutes. Whereas I think, I mean, it can go one of two ways. If if he starts and you're 2-0, then jobs are good. But mm. I don't know. Um, I, I would roll the dice with it a bit and, and maybe, we've got we've got players there. I'm not saying, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's a shit situation to be in, right? Because n- none of them are particularly great. Mm. Um so you start like is that right, and then bring on Eddie. Yeah, don't like it. Don't want to. What about Odegaard? Could he go pretty false nine? Nah, I mean, I, I think we still need someone in there a bit higher at the pitch, and that's one thing I do like about Lacazette. As much as he doesn't score enough, he does he does link it up nicely. Um, he does. He yeah, does. I mean, we we spoke about maybe seeing giving Pepe a run up there, but again, I just. I just don't don't fuck with it right now because this is this is what we've got to work with for the rest of the season. I just think, you know, I'd rather get Lacazette scoring. I know he's off in the summer, uh, and yeah. I say, you know, I'm sound like a walking contradiction when I'm like, well, I don't want to see Eddie and Ketcher because he's going, but it's a bit different. Well, um, Lacazette's he brings a lot more to the table. Clearly, um, it's not hard though. Look, I, I, no. we, we've had this conversation so many no. times about. So yeah, many but uh, I think you have to beg the question that. You know, he's going to use Pepe just because we're light on the ground. He's not going to play on the right because that's Saka's position. And Saka is a million miles ahead of him and a million times better than him. So, mm. you know, you're going to bring him to the left or you're going to try him down the middle. I, I think it's worth that. I think, you know, in, the, in these sort of games at home, give, give him a run. Yeah, you know, I mean, the only other thought there... Try it out. I know, I, know, I, don't, I, don't, I know we don't want to be in this position where we're trying people out when we need to win these games, but... But this I mean, is that's my thought process behind it is I'd rather go with what's working for us. I say working for us lightly. Um stick with what we've got. Let's get in, you know, if we're two nil up with half an hour to go, that's when you know I'd want to go yeah. and try Pepe. Or another thing, if you're talking about false nines, Emil Smith Rowe. I know that's a, an unusual. No, shot, I mean he can finish. He he's, can finish. He's you know, he links up play very well. It's not unusual. And he wears a number 10. Yeah, he arrives well into the box and stuff like that. I don't know. Look, again, these are just things that we've got to work with what we have. So, yeah, we have to explore these options. It's, it's crazy when you think about like when Lacazette joined in what was it, 2017, 2018? Mm. And like he's our like best striker we've got like four or five years on or however long he's been. I don't quote me that. Yeah, I saw you. a tweet which really fucking tickled me actually after the Wolves game. You go, it was just something I'd been like, I can't, I can't watch another 16 games of Saka. 
doing magic down the right hand side only to square it to Rick Ross. <laughs> I was just like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Too it's, it's it's a shame. I mean, it's a situation we're in, and sometimes mm. you you know you, you have to deal with the cards that you doubt. Um, whether we could have got another striker or not is it's irrelevant. We didn't. It's just it is a very frustrating situation to be in where you're know, a club the size of Arsenal's. We it's, haven't got a proper striker. Just on that though, on obviously the January, you know, I'm not going to get into it, but there was one story doing the rounds. Was it this week where was it PSG offered to swap Icardi for Aubameyang, which we just turned down flat? What, did you see that by any chance? I did read that, but I don't really know much about Icardi. So is he a, stri- a centre forward? Is he? Yeah, no, he's a yeah, he's a striker. Um, but no, it's you know someone ran a poll on it and said. It got a lot of a lot of votes, and you know, even I went with the, the majority. And it was, I'm kind of glad we didn't do that. And you know, like we touched on earlier, I don't want to see us do dumb shit anymore. A loan swap. I'm not sure if it would have been. A, I think it would have been a straight swap. I'm not, you know, I'm not 100 sure because look, it was it was irrelevant really. Because who it's knows? Just, who knows? Who knows? Was, it didn't happen. So it didn't happen. But I'm just glad to see that we were offered to do something stupid, and we didn't. So we're learning off the pitch. Just learning. learning. Well, that's true. Um... Yeah, anyway, I'm looking forward to the game. Hopefully all goes well. I'll have mm. a good day. Looking forward. We'll be in the White Swan at what time? 11 o'clock? If any listeners want to come for a pint? Yeah, that'll be TBC until I fucking land, to be perfectly honest. Well, I'll be down about half 10 anyway. Nice. Uh, so I'm looking forward to it. So uh, moving on, one good, one bad. Do you want me to start it off or are you going to kick it off? Have you prepared? You Probably not. No, you prepared, actually. Don't you come at me like this. My one good. You know what? I've got I'm, a few one goods. Go on, so obviously it's Thursday, nearly the weekend, my favorite time of the week. Lovely. But as well, this is completely pointless for the listeners, but you can see it. So our friends um got married recently and uh we hadn't seen him for a while. So we went down to see him and they got me they got us some moving in gifts. So it's lovely Arsenal bar, dairy yeah. milk. Lovely. And these lovely Arsenal coasters. Look at how nice these are. And these this is your moving in gift for you and your missus, right? Yeah, uh, Steph got coasters as well, and she got like various of her bits and bobs. Yeah, but these were, this was mine. How nice are these? Yeah, they're pretty pimping. They're the old so school nice. Arsenal badge. Who's that? Who's that? Rocky on the on the on the other coaster there? Oh God, Castle now? No, that's literally. Oh, it's just Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's old actually. That's like from the fifties, I reckon. If not before. Um, but they're they're really nice, and but the thing is, they're like they're the sort of coasters where you can't put hot drinks on because it does affect. It messes it up. Steph put a hot drink on the day. But all you could try and do is like try and get them tiled and put into a frame. That'd look really smart. It would look smart. Well, I'm just going to have them on my desk. Yeah. My, like Arsenal corner. Uh, I need yeah. to get my prints up. See, anyway, I messed my one good. Got some nice little bits. Lovely. Which is always nice. What about yourself? I haven't got a one good. <laughs> I couldn't think of one, mate. Other than results going forward since we last did the pod. I think that's I, been great. I, I heard you um, on the grapevine that you uh, were sending some shirts off to the, the printers. Oh, yeah. But you got better, mate. You're, you're better at cool. You may as well just do my one good, one bad for me now. Um, but no, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, for I'm sure a few listeners will be fully aware of Footprint. Um, you know, really sound guy based up in Belfast. Um, yeah, sent off a handful of uh, old school 90s shirts to be printed up. And I'm looking forward to receiving them back. Yeah. What shirts did you send, mate? What shirts did we send? Just bear with me. Um, so it was the 1990-91 home shirt, the bruised banana, 
as well. Isn't the Reeves Banana FE? Did, yeah. That's, is, is that original? No, it's the remake. I'll be honest with you. It's a remake. You know what? You can't actually find those remakes anywhere. No, I really hard. They're that. really hard to come by. I wish I bought one of the remakes. I wish I bought a handful. Honestly, I, I probably told you this before, mate, but around the time it was released, I was over in the States with work doing our annual kickoff and I was in one of their outlets, popped my head into Adidas and saw about five of them on a sale rack for about $50, mate. Honestly, I don't, don't, honestly, I still kick myself. Because I always look for it on eBay and it's, yeah, they're so expensive. It's full of, uh, it's just full of, well, it's crappy coffees, it's DHK coffees. Your favourite shirt got sent off the 94, 95 away, which you're very salty about at the minute. Listeners, if you have no idea, Steve's given me shit about this for about, the last 12 months anyway because uh, he really wants it but i'm not giving it to him because me dad it's one of my dad's shirts so i'm keeping that and uh so that's being sent off to be printed up and then the following the lightning bolt you make me sick as well i know i do mate but you're you know. sick yeah especially after me saw your little bitter betty it. aren't you over there jesus christ to be fair, it's only because um it's in such mean condition it is mean and and it's like I don't know. I just, you know what? I just sold that shit though. Just True, sold you it. had one, you got rid of it. So. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bit of like, I didn't really like the friend of it very much. It was a bit, it was a bitty. And, and bitty. I did tell the guy, I was, I I'd kind of, I sent the photos. It was a bit bitty. Um, so I'm going to come, I'm going to throw it back to you. What is your one bad for the week? To be honest with you, we've already touched upon it. Um, but it's this fucking storm, mate storms plural just stressing me out about coming over on saturday um i'm actively mm. looking i've never been looking at the weather as actively as i have been for the last couple of days in my entire life um so yeah that's that is my one bad bit of a cop out but it is stressing me out a little bit because i'm really looking forward to coming to the emirates yeah no that, that will that will be annoying um yeah, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> what is, we live in hope, right? We're always, mate. That's what we do as Arsenal fans, whether it's, you know, looking at the team or just getting over. But yeah, it's just those little nuances you kind of have forgotten about because, again, because of COVID, I haven't been able to travel as much as I usually would. But yeah, the weather over the Irish Sea can be notoriously quite tricky. Um, you could always yeah. get a boat. Even worse. Are you kidding me? Getting a boat over in a fucking storm. I couldn't think of anything worse. Rather fly through it to be honest with you than get on a boat. <laughs> I've watched it, you know, the Titanic scarred me as growing as a kid growing up, don't I? There's no icebergs in the Irish Sea. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Okay. Doesn't um, matter. Doesn't I don't matter. really have one bad. Must have other than um no, I haven't got one. Actually, I'm my one bad. I've got one bad. Funny. Energy energy bills are going up, bastards. Extortionate. Yeah. Like 50%. Not happy about that. Yeah, that's that's some uh, yeah, that's some adult life bullshit for yeah. you, isn't it? If if you're a listener who lives at home, your parents make the most of it because life's expensive. Really. So no, no, I've no. got I've actually got one on this day. You got one you. on it's this quite day. Nice one actually. Um, so 17th of February, uh, 1999. We drew one all at Old Trafford. Lovely. Um, can you name the eleven? 1999. Wow. It's worth mentioning this was the year that we should have won the league. We did. When we, when we drew with Leeds. No, we lost Leeds 1-0 on the 37th game. Jimmy, that Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. Mm. Martin Keown having a bit of a nap at the back post, I believe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's been known for that, actually. Still love him, but yeah. Um, 
I'm going to ask my usual question because this is like this is how my mind kicks in. Do you, do you know what what kit we wore that that, that particular game? Ninety nine. Well, that would have been, been it would have been the yellow because we wore the, two in a row, didn't it? We wore it two the, in a row with the blue hoop. Yeah. Okay. So in goal, Steve Andy himself, David Seaman. Yep. Nice. Left back, Nigel Winterburn. Yep. Right back, Lee Dixon. Yep. Adams and Bold. Adams and Bold, full house. Full house, yeah. That was kind of the tail, coming towards the tail end, wasn't it, really, for that, yeah. that group? Actually, no, not quite. They still have a couple of years left in them, I guess. Mm. There, there. Nigel Winterburn go to West Ham and then Lee Dixon retired in 01. Yeah, he did, didn't he? And I think yeah, they didn't have a lot. Was it Steve Bowles last season? Must have been. Because then he went, he went to Sunderland, didn't he? Because I remember Thierry Henry absolutely kippering him a couple of times when he came down with Sunderland once. That might have even been the, the year after. Yeah. Might have been. Yeah, so yeah, Jesus. Yeah, that got dismantled, didn't it? Yeah. At the end of the season. Um, midfield, Patrick Vieira. Yep. Mark Overmars would have been peak around that sort of time. Yeah. Uh, oh my God. Manuel Petit? No. What? Had he left at that point? Or... No, no he, he, was he went together. He was with, they went together, didn't yeah. they? That was a weird transfer. They didn't stay for long, did they? No, no, they didn't. Um... Ray Parler? Yep. Lovely. Jesus, this is tricky. How many more midfielders do I need? One more? Yeah. He's English. English. Hey, Parler. Oh, he's English. So you've got Vieira, Avemars, Parler. Just need one more. Okay. The silence is definitely. Yeah, the death, definitely in silence. Go on it. Brain. Yeah, go on and give me Stephen this. Stephen Hughes. Wow, yeah, I was never going to get that. Yeah, Steve, he was starting at Man United away. What the front fuck? two? Front two. Well, it was one of them I know because it was the goal scorer. And that would have been Nicholas Anelka. Yeah. And then Dennis, Dennis Burkamp. And Carney. Carney? Yeah. That was Burkamp. Substitutes use Remy Gard, Nelson Vivas, Cabadiora. Wow. No, no Burkamp. Oh, there you go. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't have got Stephen Hughes in a million years, especially starting a game, you know, away at Old Trafford. At that sort of time, that was when the rivalry was really peaking, wasn't it? And it was really good around that sort of time. But yeah, all right. I just think it. we maybe lacked a little bit that season. Just need, probably just need like a, we didn't really replace Rye, did we? Maybe. Well, no, we had a Nelka who was decent. Um, I'd say there was, I mean, looking at that midfield, if Stephen Hughes is starting away at Old Trafford, that yeah. might be a bit of a given. That's the the one, I think. But uh, it's solid on this day. I like that one. Really rolling it back. Somewhere. Smashing it out of the park, mate. Thanks you to uh, the website that I always use on this day. Yeah, it's always a winner. I've used it before as well when I had to do it for you. Many a time. Many a time. But I guess, look, mate, that's... Wait, should, we, should we call it a day? Should we, should we yeah, I, 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 I Yeah. Probably should. You've, you've got a plane to catch. So. Yeah, not till Saturday morning. Um, I've got other things to do, mate, before then, unfortunately, which is <clears throat> work, which is great. 
But uh, no, I guess, look, as always, we just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to the podcast. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. We hope you managed, or we managed to serve up something relatively entertaining for your ears. And um, if you like what you listen to, please feel free to, you know, like, share the podcast and obviously leave us a review on Apple. We greatly appreciate it. If you want to follow any of us on the social media platforms, feel free to do so. Steve can be found on Twitter and Instagram at In The Clock End. You'll find me on Instagram at The Arsenal Shirt and Twitter at underscore the us underscore. And Liam, who bless his heart, has suffered a little bit of concussion. He's still not able to make it back to us just yet, but we hope to see him next week. Uh, we'll get him back on the show, all being well. He can be found on Twitter at Gronin Guna. So until then, take care of yourselves, take care of each other. Bye-bye.